Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your favor, for your hand, for your presence. into this journey and the word thank you that it will do the talking it will do the speaking it will do the mending it will do the encouraging it will do the correcting it will do the uplifting we make space for you to say what it is that you need to you need to say to us we open ourselves to, to receive from you we make ourselves available we ask for the capacity in our hearts to be opened up to an even greater degree so that what it is you are speaking we are able to, to clearly hear what thus says the Lord in this time and thank you father for helping me to deliver in the way that it has been given to me and i thank you that all of us all of us will walk away strengthened and empowered by what it is that you're about to speak to us in jesus name somebody shout amen 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 um i say this often but i truly mean it today i'm really not finna be before you I am, I am for real this time. A long message at all. And, I say, and, and honestly, I really only got uh, two sets of scriptures that, that I'm going to. But, you know, uh, let, me, let me hang that, what I just said, you know. So, so hang it. Almost like, you know, put it in your back pocket like a wild card, you know, if, if, you're, if you're a card player. Um, if, I don't know, if, you, if you're religious and that just bothered you, I'm sorry. Not really, but you know, <laughs> I um, but just I, I just really feel really feel in in the moment that that the word with not a lot of depth of explanation is is about to to minister to us. This is the same thing that happened to me this week. We 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 go into our pretty popular passages. I'm sure, you know, if, if you're a Bible reader, you, you've you journeyed in, in these sets of scriptures. Uh, we're going to uh, Proverbs 3 and Proverbs 4. Just the, 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 the one-two punch. And um, where, where we're going with this, because I, I honestly have been trying to take the turn of um, talking about praying in in the spirit because we're still in the theme of uh, or at least trying to stay within the theme of true salvation uh, work of the Holy Spirit and I've been trying to take this turn of uh, what it is to pray uh, 
in in the spirit and and most of the time you know when when that conversation gets put on the table we we will uh immediately go into um praying and 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 speaking with uh with other tongues and uh and at some point we we will uh get get to that and i kind of thought we were we were ready to kind of introduce that but i just felt the the pause of of uh of the holy spirit uh with with that to to not uh press the gas uh on on that just yet and um because i i felt like that we we needed to first uh go through or at least just look at these scriptures and pull from what what it is and the importance of uh communing with holy spirit and what it is to have a sense of acknowledgement of him here's the basis of what i'm trying to say when we start rolling into the the conversation of praying in the spirit and speaking speaking with the the other tongues it almost puts us puts us in this position that we're trying to see what can be used of him and what it is that i can gain from him but before as as in any relationship before i start trying to see what it is that i can benefit from i need to make sure that within my heart that i actually acknowledge this person and have some sense of depth in my heart and value for who they are okay and i mean it's no no easier place for me to go than with with my with my lovely wife and you can see in a lot of people's uh, relationship ideology and their idea of relationship they immediately jump into it for what i can get and when you jump in and your first thought process is what can i get from this person you can mess around and get yourself in a situation to where now you've given them something that they really weren't deserving of but through coercion and through suggestion and all the different manipulative tactics that we can use, we'll fish out and never build the foundation of do I actually even like this person? Do I even recognize them as a as a as a fellow person, as somebody that's a that's a fellow individual that's been made in the image and likeness of God? Like like. Do, do I even recognize that there's somebody else in the room and somebody else present besides me? And I know you might, you know, look at me and hear what I'm saying and be like, duh, Pastor Jay, of course, of course I know that there's somebody else in the room. But, but in, in actuality, if in my heart I'm still just zoned in on how much time I got to use and how much tactic I got to use to get out of them what I want, I do not recognize them as being a person. And as we do that one to another, unfortunately, the same pattern can take place with Holy Spirit. Same thing. So I have been both checked by him and checking of myself to be like, okay, am am I acknowledging you? And seeing that, all right, I'm really not walking this thing out by myself. 
no more. So because of that, I cannot make a decision as if I am by myself, knowing that I have now been attached to someone else. I can't be married still trying to live the single life. There's an adjustment that has to happen because of a covenant that's been made. When a covenant has been made, adjustments have to take place to acquiesce to the covenant that you put yourself attached to. So now everything has to shift and has to mold. February 2014, for us, everything shifted and molded. And then came April of 2016, where everything shifted and molded again because now there's the introduction of a child. My point is, whenever with relationship, I've got to shift and mold and make sure that now there's a space that's made for the other person to occupy. And that's where we're going with this conversation. And so I invite you on the journey. Of course, whenever something, if something is pricked in your heart, it's not unto shame and condemnation. It's unto a greater awareness because, because the, the greater awareness that I have of acknowledging him, we're going to read what happens when we do that. So uh, Proverbs 3, let's look at uh, verses 5 through, look at verses 5 through 10. Y'all know I'm a Passion Translation fan, so that's, uh, that's pretty much where we're going to be. And I'm, I'm going to say, say these few things over the next few moments and we're going we're gonna to be done. So verse 5, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Next verse. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, that's the in all your ways acknowledge him. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Verse 7, don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Verse 8, then you will find the healing refreshment for your body and spirit. That's your body and spirit long for. Verse 9, glorify God with all your wealth, honoring him with your very best, with every increase that comes to you. Verse 10, then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessing from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Let's go back to verse 5 right quick. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. He will lead you in every decision you make. Actually, um, I think I put the, the uh, amplified translation in there too. So if uh, Pastor A.B., if you could pull that up right quick. Thank you. Let's re read it in the amplified uh, verses 5 through 10. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mine and do not rely on your own insight or understanding 
number six, in all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him. And he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. Verse 8. It shall be health. It shall be health. What shall be health? Your decision in turning entirely away from evil and placing the trust fully, heart reliance fully upon the Lord. Shall be health to your nerves, sinews, marrow, moistening to your bones. That sounds like a cure to arthritis to me. Verse 9. Honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruits of all your income. Verse 10. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine with new wine so verse five uh just going back to the passion translation trust in the lord completely do not rely on your own opinions with all your heart rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision that you make isn't it isn't it so interesting if you live for any amount of time with, with a sense of of knowing isn't it so interesting how you you never have to invite your opinion to give itself you ever notice that you you ever notice how whenever you come up on a situation and don't mess around and let the situation be something that's a surprise and something you didn't plan for but but just just whenever opportunity of of opinion gets a chance to be created you ever notice how opinion don't take the back seat opinion never takes the back seat opinion never raises its hand and wait to be called on opinion ain't got no kind of manners whatsoever opinion doesn't knock opinion is not waiting for any kind of approval or any kind of I want you to do something. Not, not waiting for any kind of instruction as soon as he's or herself into this is what this situation means. This happened because of this so therefore it means this. And because we as people in our opinions it's, it's, it's such a heated thing and I don't even really have to help it. It makes sense that Solomon in his wisdom brings us to this place in saying that I can't stay there, but I have got to make sure that I keep my opinion, my opinion in check. And watch this. Your opinion can be formulated by fact. Be formulated by fact or something that has actually happened, but at the same time, an opinion can also come to a conclusion that doesn't have anything to do with fact or with truth. It is something that simply me and my emotion, some conclusion that I have come to because of what it is that I'm feeling. But, but we, we get the encouragement here that we are to rather than do that, trust 
in the Lord completely. Trust in the Lord completely. You know what that means. Don't look at me like that. You, you, don't, you don't need no depth of explanation with that. We're all thinking people in here. We're all intelligent thinking people in here. You know what that means. I know what that means. But a lot of times we want something to be dug into and overemphasized when what it means is what it means. And if I dug into that in the Hebrew, I'm sure I would come up with the meaning that trust in the Lord means trust in the Lord. What he said is the reality. What he spoke, how he said it, is the reality. I know there's stuff going on. I know there's stuff that's happening. I know there are things that have been projected and put for the eye to see that contradict what has been read, what has been heard. Nevertheless, I still have the instruction that in the presence and the midst of all of that, to trust him. Trust him. And could, and could it be that the things that come before us, the things that we see that contradict what it is that we have either read and or heard from the Lord, just give a capacity and a space for vulnerability to be created. Because there is no trust without vulnerability. You can't, you can't have the two are, 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 are interrelated. They are not exclusive. There is no way that you can say that you trust someone or something, but you're still hiding. If I am still hiding, if I'm still projecting or throwing up a defense that keeps what's really happening from being exposed, I don't trust. Now, where do these things come from? More than likely, it has come from an experience that happened in the past where you had an opportunity to trust or you took, you, you took the opportunity to trust and something happened that caused a violation or something happened that caused the heart to be stung because you were in that and so the pain of that created a memory. So now that this is happening again or it's being called of you to do again, you go back to that memory and you say, I can't do that. Not again. Nothing to do with you. It's just I, I, I can't do that again. I can't put myself in that position. But see, this is what the Lord requires. Why? Because it is in that space that the heart is fully open. That's the space where the heart is fully open and Holy Spirit don't take part in portion of the heart. That jealous God thing of the, of the Old Testament, that's still true. Which is why he paid the price that he paid so that all of me and all of you could be possessed by him. And so we encourage, trust in the Lord completely.
completely to the highest degree I don't understand it I don't know what's happening I don't know what's going on frustration after frustration yet I am not absolved or excused from where my trust has been assigned El Genesis to be by directive of the Lord it is a sign to go to him trust in the Lord completely and do not rely what's that put your weight on don't put your weight on that aggressor that tries to rise up in you to tell you I'm right and you need to listen don't put your weight on that and with all your heart because this is where all this takes place with all your heart rely on him to guide and he will lead in every decision that you make is the place that is reserved for one and one only. argue to be the guide of your heart but that is the place that is reserved for one and one only you and I both know what it is for opinion to be the guide and where did that end you up We know what it is for opinion to say, scoot over, I'm about to drive this thing. You don't know what you're doing. We know where that ends up. Not a place that's healthy. Reliance upon his voice. Now all this is tied into Holy Spirit. Why? Because Holy Spirit is the only one that got left in the earth. We got, we got, we got to remember that now. God the Father, seated. God the Son, seated not getting up again said I was going to send somebody else who's just like me so I'm not there but I'm there so he, he just like me and he's so just like me you can't even tell the difference I'm going to send another and, and there's a specific assignment and we've talked about that just over the weeks the, the, the specific assignments that he has within us but, but, but for, for today what, what's happening today I believe is a recalibration for us and being assured and making sure that that space and capacity of the heart that is the guide and the and the the, the, uh, the I think it's rudder if, if I'm saying it correctly that that guides the decisions and the movements of your everyday and and after living and and flowing and having uh, small fox after small fox after small fox I think it was in Song of Solomon where uh, Solomon tells us that it's a small fox that spoils the vine okay what does that mean? Little things. And for most of us, it's not catastrophic big things. It's a consistency of little after little after little after little. This didn't fire off. This didn't work. This didn't come through like I thought. They didn't do what they said they were going. Little by little by little. And if I stay in that space too long without the recognition that something is happening, I will turn around and I'll look in my driver's seat and it's my opinion that's driving me. 
It's what I think about the situation because of all the small foxes that I didn't deal with that's driving me in a direction that's completely away from what it is that God said before. And so we got to have these come to Jesus type conversations and meetings so that we all are making sure that, all right, am I really trusting in him completely? Or am I putting up that face so I can get on through? I might be talking to you, but just, just hold your phone tight. Don't, don't go nowhere. Just, just squeeze it. If you're upset with me, just squeeze your phone. But you know I'm telling you the truth. Don't rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. He will lead you in every decision you make. Reliance upon his voice, development of that communing with him, puts you in the space where your directives for life come from him and thereby assure you that you're headed in the right way. That you're headed in the right way because the directives came from him. Now, newsflash, the directive that comes from him is not going to always be a spot that you want to go. Let's just go ahead and put that out there. Because nowhere in this do you find that it would be pleasant. We did see, however, though, in the Amplified Translation that it would be straight and it could be plain. Meaning what? That it can have a sense of easeness to it as I learn to silence the voice of my opinion over what it is that he is saying verse 6 verse 6 become intimate with him in whatever you do and he'll lead you wherever you need to go once again reliance upon him is developed through that intimate time spent with him this is going back to relate to relational principles this, 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 is not, this is not something that's deep. You know to develop relationship with someone, you have to spend time with that someone. You don't compartmentalize time with them and expect relationship to be firing off to such a degree that it gives this blissfulness that you didn't invest for. If I did not invest for that, I don't have a right to expect that. So then it becomes insanity, according to Albert Einstein, becomes insanity by definition of what insaneness is for me to expect something to come from the relationship with Holy Spirit that I just have not invested in. Yeah, Pastor, I just don't have the time. Listen, you better find it somewhere. No, I'm serious. You, you better find it somewhere. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna be leaning into this basic capacity has to be made 24 hours 1440 minutes somewhere notice I didn't tell you how much time to spend it's not my business my business is coming and being an echo of saying that somewhere it's got to be done And if I keep absolving and excusing myself because of the happenings in my life, there will be a malnourishment that sets in. Why? You're made in the image and likeness, right? Genesis 1. 
So that, that, that which I made in the image and likeness of is my source and I am a resource of it. That's why you don't see trees upside down outside. That's why fish don't walk on land. They ha you have to stay connected from that which, which that is your source because that is, that is the life flow that keeps you moving and keeps you going. For the fish, it is the water. For the tree, it is the earth. For you and I, it's the presence. It's the presence. And that's a part of the reason why there's such a frustration. I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to tell you what he told me. It's part of the reason why there's, why there's such a massive frustration. And then you'll go get it and got to get it done. What has happened is within that 24, either you took away from or took all the way. Space for you and him. Because remember, this is that verse that's in, in, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. And he will direct the path. Make special attention for him. I know you're in the room. I know I'm. In, I know I'm in your presence, Lord. Lord, I just, I just, I just want to acknowledge you. I just, I just, I just want to let you know that I know that you're for me. I know that you're with me. I know you'll never leave and you'll never forsake. I hear somebody arguing with me. Yeah, but I've been waiting and I'm sick of waiting and I'm sick of this and I'm sick of that. And I've waited time and time again. I'm waiting for his word to come to pass. I'm waiting for this to come through. But I'm, I'm, I'm just so aggravated. I hear you. I'm not trying to take away the validity of that. All I'm trying to tell you is that as long as you stay in that angry place, it's not going to lead to something healthy. In that moment, what's happening is opinion is robbing you of the voice activation to acknowledge that he's still present. We're going to do an exercise right quick. This is what I need you to do. Everybody in the room, everybody watching. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Now, that firework show that's going on in your head of all the stuff that's going wrong, all the stuff that hadn't happened, all the stuff that you're waiting on, and this, that, and the third. We need that melted. And I need you to take the muscle that has worked against you in worry. Because remember, we identified a few weeks ago that if you can do that, you can worship. It comes from the same space in the heart. It's just what you focus it on. Zone into the moment. Right, right now, the right now. Don't be in tomorrow. You need Bible for that. All right. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. 
all these things will be added to you. Do not worry about tomorrow. Because tomorrow has an ability to care for itself. Sufficient for today. See that? You can open your eyes now. For some of us, that was as peaceful as it's been in a long time. That's what comes from acknowledgement. Now, imagine working your way up. So you, you may, you know, have a crazy schedule and whatnot, but you start somewhere. And imagine as you build your way up and you develop the lifestyle of acknowledgement to where I'm living from a place of where I'm always aware of his goodness towards me, always aware of his faithfulness, always aware of his presence. So that's becoming intimate with him in whatever you do and he will lead you wherever you go. Acknowledgement is relational. There must be relationship in order for, for acknowledgement to work in the way that it was to. It's relational. So I've got to relate. Got to commune with him. Uh, verse 7. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Again, I actually just quoted that scripture. It, it parallels with Matthew 6 and what it is that we were told to, to seek first. You know, in, in scripture, when, it, when uh, David admonishes us uh, early and early, uh, I, I shall seek you early in the morning, I shall seek you. It, um, it, it, it can denote a particular time of the day but another demarcation of that just means first first that my my knee jerk reaction is the presence as opposed to my opinion for most of humanity knee jerk is opinion immediately hear from opinion and agree with opinion but in this new creature status that's been given to us and the Holy Spirit houses himself within us he trains us to where the knee jerk is presence knee jerk is prayer knee jerk is intercession Because I'm flowing based off of the directives that he's given me. And from this verse, I'm doing it because I, I, I don't know it all. I don't know it all and I need the wisdom that comes from him, which I get when I adore him with undivided devotion, seeking first. And then thereby, I avoid everything that's wrong. So that avoiding everything is wrong, that's not willpower. Don't sin, don't sin, don't sin. That's not what that is. 
Because when I try when I try and do it that way, I'm going to find everything that's wrong. Because me avoiding wrong or staying away from wrong wasn't designed to be a willpower exercise. It was designed to be a place of surrender to where there's an exchange of wheels. So if I got another wheel, if I got another one that I'm following that doesn't have an appetite for wrong, that there's no effort that has to be put in to avoid what's wrong. Undivided devotion. Father, I'm coming to you first. What, 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 do, you, what do you say? Now, here's what I'm not saying. That the thoughts of wrong will not be firing off. Here's what I'm saying. That there's a power, a grace empowerment that's been given where you don't have to answer that phone call no more. Undivided devotion. Void, and thereby you avoid everything that's wrong. Then... Wait, wait, let me go to um, Proverbs 4 right quick. If you would, Pastor A.B., throw that up. Proverbs 4, verse 10 through 13. It's just some supporting text that I wanted to read right quick. Just look, look at this, just get this as, as um, personifying Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of wisdom, speak, speaking to us. My son, if you would take the time to stop and listen to me. Talk about acknowledgement, right? My son, if you would take the time to stop and listen to me and embrace what I say, you will live a long and happy life full of understanding in every way. So you see, so you see why he told me not to rely on my own? Because there's another set of understanding he's trying to get to me. So it's not that I, I don't need understanding. It's just what kind do I have? What kind and whose do I have? Because I need a set of understanding to make it through this life. And if I can get my hands on the understanding, that's as good as it can get. And I do that as I take the time to listen, take the time to stop and listen to him and embrace what he's saying. Look, look at that. God, I'm just not noticing this right now. Take the time. Stop. Some of us so busy, so rocking and rolling and so moving. Stop. Listen. Am I picking up on what's being said? Or am I just trying to respond? Am I picking up on what's being said, context for me, or am I just trying to pick up what to say to you next Sunday? Take the time. Stop. Listen to me. And then embrace what I say. I love that, Just Make it mine. Embracement. What I say. You'll live a long, happy life full of understanding in every way. Verse 11, I've taken you by the hand. 12, your progress will have pointing you to the path of integrity. Verse 12, your progress will have no limits. That sounds like what we are going for and going after. 
And here it is laid out how we get it. Your progress will have no limits when you come along with me and you will never stumble as you walk along the way. 13, last verse. So receive my correction no matter how hard it is to swallow. <laughs> For wisdom does what? Snaps you back into place. Her words will be invigorating life to you. This is action of the Spirit of God in us. This is action of Holy Spirit in His day-to-day -day interaction with us. Don't receive, uh, don't receive my, uh, receive my correction, excuse me. Receive my correction no matter how hard it is to swallow. Meaning what? There's some hard things the Holy Spirit may say. Some hard things that will go against logic, go against my opinion. But it's done with the thought in mind of doing nothing more than like a chiropractor snapping me. I love the word that Pastor Ashley brought to us last week of the Holy Spirit bringing alignment back to us. Look, and then the alignment is brought to us by his wisdom and snapping us back in place, snapping us back into who we are, snapping us back into the reality that he has called us to as we trust in him completely. Somebody's opinion must be shut down. Because what's gotten the spine of your spirit off, your opinion, what you think is happening. Talking about you, what you think is happening. How, how, how you are interpreting this season. And Holy Spirit, just ask for acknowledgement to be included to be recognized and then after that is done from a sincere place in the heart he jumps in the driver's seat gives me a correction or two or three or four or five for the purpose snapping back snapping back in place back back to uh, Proverbs 3 just, just a couple more verses and I'm done um Verse 8, then you find healing refreshment for your body, it's spirit long for. And, uh, verses 9 to 10, verse 9, glorify God with all your wealth, honoring him with your very best, with every increase that comes to you. And then every dimension of your life, verse 10, will overflow with blessing, overflow with blessing from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Inner joy. How did the inner joy get there? But making sure that my opinion has been shut down through the guidance of Holy Spirit and navigating that entire process, the correction coming, me swallowing the hard pill, wisdom snapping me back in place. I hope you're hearing the heart of the Father for you, for me. Such a heart that a system's been built. Just a couple more points. This almost seems like it doesn't have anything to do with this, but, but it does. Just, just hear me out. 
what we can't do as we are being led and guided by the Spirit of God as far as how to lay our opinion down and pick up what it is that he's saying. Don't create a theology around what has not happened. Meaning what? What the scriptures say, he heals, he delivers, he sets free. After I have been in the crucible for an extended period of time waiting for something to happen, what can happen is my opinion betrays me and begins to build a theology. What is theology? Theology is study of God. So that is basically your view or concept of God. Your opinion. See, your opinion don't care about you. Just let you know. Your opinion will get in front of you and build an image or a theology, which is your flow of how you see God based off of what hasn't happened. God hasn't healed yet. Manifestation hasn't come yet. So therefore, God must not be a healer. God doesn't do the miraculous. God doesn't come through. God doesn't do these things anymore. Be watchful and making sure that you don't create a theology. Another, another version of God based off solely of what hasn't happened is faith brings answers but enduring faith which I feel like most of us are in that place enduring faith bring answers with character faith brings answer enduring faith brings answers with character because baptism of the Holy Spirit has a power aspect to it, certainly. Miraculous power aspect to it, laying hands on the sick, seeing them being able to recover. But the aspect I think that we're tapping into today is that enduring power. There's a power for endurance until something is made manifest. Because you need endurance to be able to obtain the promise the writer of Hebrews said, Right? You, 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 you need endurance so that after you've done the will, you still got energy to actually capture what it is that you've endured for. And, and a part of this process, bringing it back to the beginning. Am I trusting in him completely? Or is there somewhere there's still the residue of opinion? still has a voice with me. Things that make you go, mm. <laughs> I'm done, family. I'm done. Lift your, lift your hands, please. Lift your hands. Can we just, wor just worship for a moment? Your word has been delivered, Lord. And your word is life. <laughs> Words I speak, Jesus said, or spirit and their life. So if I'm saying the same thing you're saying, then spirit and life has the ability to flow and move about freely. And Lord, we submit ourselves before you.
and we want to make sure that we are trusting in you completely to the full leaning on what it is that you are saying and that's the posture of our heart father and so we thank you for this time that you've had us together i bless your people may you bless them keep them cause your face to shine upon them establish them give them peace and lead us along the path that is plain and smooth that comes from trusting completely in you in jesus name somebody shout amen amen you are dismissed i love your family god bless you see you next week